What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right. The never duplicated, never replicated. I don't know how that saying goes, but we're the only sports podcast. Smashing success. Can't believe nobody else is doing it. I'm Will. That's Casino, who is watching. Every time. I know. Because I just want to, because you're on this screen, but... I have to point like this because it flips. I don't know. Uh, but Casino, what World Cup game are you watching right now? Argentina, Netherlands. Um, and it, Netherlands just tied it up, make it 2 2. Um, it's going into extra time. So, ooh, crazy. Argentina was up 2 0. And then uh, we've, we've got t- two in a row for the Netherlands. This is good stuff. And the screenshot for this episode is Casino's reaction to them hitting that game-tying kick into the goal. He gasped. I heard a gasp escape his gasp. lips. I did gasp because <laughs> it was it was a phenomenal. It wasn't even like it was a free kick outside the box. Instead of shooting it, he passes it to one of his players that's right on the line, um, on where the wall is and everything. And the guy just trapped it with one foot, put it out in front of his left foot, and squared it across net it very well designed play it worked it's risky because you just don't you know you don't get a shot on goal unless you actually this it works so it worked but um yeah um i mean we could talk about world cup to start or we can just keep going from there but uh yeah we there was a good one earlier too we can talk start with world cup but first we need to start uh, my wife is now a fan of the podcast. She listens to every episode. Yes. She said, and we didn't put it at the beginning. We didn't put it at the end. We kind of put it slightly toward the end. So I know she actually listened to it. She sent me, uh, I said for her to say pumpkin pie. She said it. And she also said, and I forgot this. She is a die. The only person I know die hard, die hard, like Pepsi fanatic. She loves Pepsi. Well, I never got a text message from her when I said, call me like snickerdoodle. Or I don't remember what I said. <laughs> no, she, she said, uh, she texted me and said, you said to say pumpkin pie casino's favorite f- pie is pecan. And uh, I think that's what you I said. Didn't say my favorite pie was pecan. I just said, or yeah, you said, was, so said she texted me. I did say the words pie. pecan pie. Pumpkin pie, pecan pie, and then that she hates Coke and she's a Pepsi girl. So, which I don't know who, like people who like Pepsi over Coke are weird unless Pepsi wants to sponsor us. And then do I need to tell my Coke story again? (laughs) Come on. I thought about it again this morning. I'm telling you, I think about it all the time. I mean, on our best, on our end of best year, this podcast, it's going to be the lead, lead one is going to be the Pepsi story. I mean, monumentous moment in this. The the Pepsi story? You mean Coke story? Well, no, we're going to change it to Pepsi. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I can't stand Pepsi. I just can't. I can't. I I mean, I I never drink soda, but if uh, I went to like a bar or whatever, and I ordered like a rum and Coke, and they were like, we have rum and Pepsi, I'd throw my glass down on the floor and leave the establishment. I I can't. (laughs) But Casino, we've already dipped our toe in the world cup let's dip our whole body and just immerse ourselves in world cup uh goodness give us the rundown of what happened this morning well 
Well, um, I will give you live updates. So this is about to start extended time, uh, not extended, extra time um, for this game. So I'll give you some live updates on that. Um, however, woo, this morning, the favorites got knocked out in Brazil. And I'm woo! very, very happy with that. Um, not a Neymar fan. I don't have anything against Brazil's country or a full team, but I can't stand Neymar. Um, there was a few years back where he got need in his back and he was rolling on the ground and I was like, ah, he's fine. He's just, they carted him off. He went into the locker room. I'm like, ah, he's not that bad. It, he was all show. And then like two days later, it was, oh, he suffered a spine injury. And I was like, oh, well, here's Jesus. the thing. Don't cry. Yeah, don't. Yeah, he broke his spine. Somebody need him in the spine and broke his one of his vertebrae. And this but is why you hate him? I hate him. I'm just showing an example. I didn't think that it was legit because he cries wolf all the time. Like he's that stereotypical uh, soccer player where they go down and they just roll. There was yeah. an actual trend there for a while where uh, people would start rolling on the ground and when they just get touched and it was the Neymar friend <laughs> and it was phenomenal. It made me laugh every time. Like there'd be edits where like people are like getting touched just by their wife or something. And then it shows Whoa. them rolling out of the house, rolling down the street, rolling like across the park. Like it's hysterical, like in one <laughs> shot. Um, anyway, so this morning that happened. It was a, a wonderful, wonderful performance by the Croatian goalkeeper. Um, he had 21 shots against uh, before it got to the PKs, 21 shots against throughout the uh, regular time and, and extra time. Um, 11 of them were high, were on target. Uh, he only let one in. It was in the extended time. Um, and it was a wonderful goal, though, by Neymar. Like, he's a great player. I can't knock him on that. Uh, he sliced and diced, like, you can look it up. He sliced and diced, like, eight players, just himself, uh, from midfield, took it in and and got the goal. And it was probably top three if not the best goal of the world cup this year just because of how he sliced and diced through everybody um it, it was highly impressive um but then with about four minutes left you had one of the um croatian guys who act they actually had the majority of the possession throughout the game um they got a great shot on target um got it in it was a good cross through and instead of like through cross through the air it was a cross across the ground and the guy buried it. It did deflect off of a Brazilian goal, uh, defender's shin, but you know that's soccer. That 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 happens. That's football. That it bounces happen. Goalie's got to react to it. He almost saved it, but he didn't. So it went one one going into the um, going into the PKs. And at this point, you have to feel very confident in your keeper if you're Croatia. Um, he stopped the first goal, uh, but here's the thing: Croatia did not. They were. It was it's best out of five. They were four and four um, on their on their penalty kicks, and so the fourth person for Brazil had to score it. He puts it off the left post. It's over. Brazil's out. The favorites for the World Cup are done. Um, BJ's really happy about that because he's got a lot of coworkers <laughs> who are uh, Brazilian and they've been annoying as hell apparently at his work. Which you know that's fine. They're 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 exciting, but you could be excited without being assholes anyway so <laughs> awesome for croatia plus one of my favorite players in the entire world um top five probably all-time players i just I, I like the guy a lot uh luka modric 
Uh, he's uh, Croatia's number 10, uh, plays for Real Madrid. He's played almost there his entire career, if not his whole career, pretty close to it. Um, he's 37 years old. So this is his last World Cup, I guarantee it. If he comes back for another, crazy. Um, <laughs> but then again, U.S. has played a player that was 43 when he came back. So that's why U.S. sucks. <laughs> second youngest u.s team to go this year so that was cool um so yeah it's quite exciting um right now we've got a good game in extended time and i'll let you know if it goes to shootouts and we'll give you a live update on that if it does so all right and that's your between... World Cup news oh also i don't think we talked no no we did talk about the previous games um yeah yep so everything else played out how it should um and yeah, here we are. Uh, the first team to make the semis is Croatia and be either met by the Netherlands or Argentina here shortly. And uh, with your pick of Brazil being out, Casino, uh, who do you think wins in this Netherlands-Argentina game? Oh, I, I still will think Argentina will win this. Um, PKs are always a... Uh, you never know. Um, obviously, look what happened with Brazil and Croatia. You know, Croatia didn't miss Brazil, missed two. Um, yeah. So you just never know. Um, but I think and Argentina then do you will think... pull this off because I, I think Argentina has the better players for the PKs. Uh, Messi already had a penalty kick that he got to take today and buried it. Uh, so, but I, I honestly don't think. I think one of these two teams will score. I think Argentina will. They've actually had the better striking. Um, so we shall see. And then do you think uh, Argentina or Croatia will win in the next round? Man, that one you can kind of flip a coin on. Um, I mean, Croatia, four years ago, they were the runner-up to the World Cup. Um, so the, I know I haven't really mentioned them. The other teams are the higher favorites over them. Are Croatia still a great team? Hell yeah. I mean, they, like I said, they got Luka Modric. He's one of the best players in the world. Um, he was actually, in 2018, when they lost, he was actually anointed best player in the world for that year um, over Messi, over Ronaldo and all that. So, Luka Modric, amazing. Um, you just, I just don't know. Um, obviously, both of these players want to win a World Cup um, if it ends up being Messi versus Luka. Um, that would be a really cool storyline. I would be happy with either one of those teams going back to the World Cup, so I'm kind of hoping Argentina goes – and I would like to see Messi win, but I also like to see Luca win just slightly less than Messi. Um, reason I want Messi to win more is because I want that whole who's better Messi or Ronaldo thing. You want we with. want Mess or we want Argentina and Portugal in the finals, right? That would because then nuts. we think yeah, it would that be that would be one of the greatest sporting events in world history. Yeah, I will watch whoever makes it to and the finals. It wouldn't I be. It's watch. not because it's like it would be the best teams. It would just be the most talked about thing. But here's the thing. Ronaldo's not playing much. He's he's benched. There's some things going on with Portugal, him. He's not 100%. There's arguments, whatever you want to believe. There's a lot of talk out there. He's not getting full minutes of – he's not playing the entire game right now. So Now, this is a I don't watch soccer and I'm dumb question. If uh, he was like – I'm not getting the playing time in Portugal. I want to go play for a different team. Could he play for a different team in the World Cup or wherever no. you're born is what, who you're allowed to play it, for? It's not so much where you're born. Uh, it, it's 
where you uh, you have up till a certain age and you have to have so many years there for citizenship i i don't uh, know the whole thing about it but it's it's where you're a citizen uh got it and uh like for instance um the morocco player that scored the last uh, goal in the penalty kicks he was born in madrid he was born in spain but mm. But he and had he a spent, certain amount of time. majority of his okay. childhood there, but um, he is a citizen and plays for um, and plays for Morocco. Um, and that's why with the U.S., a lot of times you get players who um, like are born on Air Force bases and whatnot, and they have the chance to – they have the dual citizenship, and they have to a certain point to decide which team they're going to play for. Um, Got it. Which was a couple times, like we've taken a couple German players and they didn't really pan out for us. So I don't think they would have panned out for Germany either. Um, but they they got to choose which one they wanted to play for. Um, up, and they had a, up to a certain date since they had the dual citizenship. Um, but it, it's where you're a citizen. Got um, it. It's okay. a long story short. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Now yeah. we go from one football to football casino it's week 13 i'm coming off a rousing rousing victory in week 12 9 to 8 or as we call that on this podcast domination 9 to 8 uh and that domination will continue this week i'm guaranteeing it uh let's see the games this uh, last week, week 12, best week of football we'll probably have this year. We've had up oh, to this there point. There was so much, so much excitement last week. It was phenomenal. And uh, the Thursday night game last night uh, started hopefully off an equally great week, or maybe it was the cap to a uh, great week of NFL football. And this game was utter dog shit for about what three and a half quarters of it and then all of a sudden uh it just became like must watch nfl football at the end where just weird shit was happening like the raiders could not get a first down to save their life everybody's fumbling everybody is just Derek Carr's just forgot how to play quarterback. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this Raiders team, but again, like you said, we were ta- texting about this game beforehand yesterday. The Raiders are a good team with good players that I I one hundred percent just have to put on the coach, right? Like this is a so bad coach team. What? Yeah. What I what I said to you, how I said it to you was as we we're as we we're talking about it, I was like. Because because we both picked the Raiders, we both. Picked I think the everybody did. We picked the everybody Raiders to win, um, and you know you didn't ask why, but I gave a reason why I thought the Raiders over the Rams. I just said the Rams are done. You know they, and they have they have put up shop like they're just yeah they don't really care to want to play. Um, starting with their quarterback, yes, he's injured, but I also think it's a mental thing. He's like, ah, oh, we're out of it. We don't want to play. Um, but I was like, I said, I have no faith. Raiders have good players. They just play bad. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so that's why I, I I was saying I have no faith in the Rams, but I was just, the Raiders, they could do it. They they could win. Well, they and they were on a hot I, streak. What, uh, they'd won the last like three weeks or something? Like yeah. they'd won 
against the Chargers. I, they I, won against the shocked. Seahawks. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm shocked they lost to the Rams. I am. Yeah. I really Dude. am. And especially how they lost, they were leading by 13, and then the Rams came back uh, with a Baker Mayfield-led 98-yard drive in the fourth quarter to win the game, much like we saw the only time you will ever say Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield in the same sentence, except when you say NFL quarterbacks or quarterbacks who play in the NFL, he pulls a Tom Brady that we saw on Monday night. Like these standalone games have been so weird. They're either absolute garbage or they're absolute garbage until the last two minutes of the game. And then the last, yeah, something happens. Yeah. So, the Raiders are now five and eight, losing to the now four and nine Los Angeles Rams, 17 to 16. Even though they're only a game separated, like the Raiders have hit every, they're that team this year where like every close game they lost until like three weeks ago. And now all of a sudden they were making a comeback. They were, they could have gotten to the playoffs if they would have won out and you know it would have been one of those what we've talked about the scenarios where it's like if this team wins and this team loses and this team beats this team and there's a tie blah 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 so they could have definitely got into it now i'm pretty sure they're out of it i don't think i mean now so with that being said what time is it oh i didn't even forget yeah trust me i have it i've been staring at it like every every 20 minutes so it's I mean, this has been a real roller coaster of prices. It started two six or two seventy eight, went down to two sixty eight, went up to two eighty five, and then last episode we talked where it was at two eighty five, went to three eleven, and then down to two sixty three. So, what is the price now, Casino? Again, according to the Game Time app. Um, this is tickets all in searching for two. Um, just giving you all the qualifications there. Uh, we're at 275 is the lowest. Oh, and I guarantee you by the end of this week, I guarantee you by Friday, we're looking at just around 200. Oh, damn, you think it's gonna drop $75? I do. Damn, all right. Well, on Monday's podcast, that'll be uh. Or no, wait, no. We'll have two more price checks before then. But when are you getting your tickets, Casino? Probably Friday or Saturday. Like Dave was like right before. Then we will have two two more chances to check this price. At the moment, it's two seventy five, up from two sixty three. Uh, but I don't know. This town is it is crazy to me that Raider prices are that low. And then you look at ticket prices for Golden Knights versus uh the number one team in the NHL in the well in all the NHL uh the Bruins but those tickets are they haven't gone up at all and we're oh, going so, to that game so, casino we're going to oh, it so so it is official yes it's official See? me and casino doing a bro date sunday night will be at nights uh is that Bruins like a present to me yes this is my happy birthday to you cool uh, but we'll get to that when we talk Am NHL. Uh, buy me a drink first. So <laughs> we, <laughs> but the Raiders, they basically needed this game to stay in it. Now they're five and eight. 
but they have your Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, Chiefs. I don't think they beat the 49ers. I don't think they beat the Chiefs uh, because neither of those teams, well, the Niners still have to play their starters to stay ahead of Seattle. And then Chiefs still have to play their starters to now reclaim the number one seed from the Bills. And the Steelers have been like feisty. They've kind of been the same way the Raiders have been. So I don't think, I don't see the Raiders winning one of the next four games now when it looked like they were on the come up, but now they're on the come down and they got come down on by Baker Mayfield. I was waiting for it. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) Baker Mayfield, what? He had two days to study the playbook. He literally comes in. 22 of 35, 230, uh, one touchdown. He didn't have a bad game up until the fourth quarter. It was kind of just average. He wasn't really making mistakes. He was he made a couple really nice throws, but also he wasn't really lighting it up. And then all of a sudden he goes 98 yards, a minute 45 on the clock, scores the game-winning touchdown, does a beautiful uh what is that called? The like the the streak or the fade or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know terminology. Over the but yeah, like a beautiful arcing over the top uh pass for the touchdown and the win. Back that's shoulder. His, back no, because that's like the where they're like catch it like, oh, this was like just, yeah, just hand delivered. Um, but uh only touchdown of the game is the one that wins it. And the crazy thing is the Rams don't really have anybody on offense of note like they had van jefferson's the one that caught that touchdown but then they have a bunch because they packed it in like the rams we talked about this the rams were done three weeks ago they just gave up everybody on their team is basically backups cam Akers has always felt like a backup because he was 12 for 42 one touchdown the raiders on the other hand uh josh jacobs keeps he's the leading rusher in the league it's crazy the Raiders are always down in these games, but yet Josh Jacobs always is just running the ball did he, for... Did he go out? Did, did he get injured, or was I... I didn't watch no, a lot of that game. I think he did, or did he get hit and taken out? Let's see. I have it pulled up right here. Uh, no, maybe they just... It's all good. No, he was questionable going into the game. But then in the game, he rushed for 27 yard or 27 carries, 99 yards, one touchdown. He had a great run in this game. Devontae Adams, only three receptions, but for 71 yards. Derek Carr, 11 of 20, 137, two INTs. And I would even say he looked worse against, again, a depleted Rams defense that has none of their starters. So the, the Raiders, like, they lose games where you're like, how the fuck do you lose to the Colts? How the fuck do you lose this game? There was another, how the fuck do you lose that game uh, a couple weeks ago? I can't remember which one it was, but I mean, again, this Raiders team, there's no way in fuck they're not a, what, eight win team with a competent coach. I just think Josh McDaniels is dog water. He's not a steal. head coach. Huh? He's not a head coach. No, this team would be a good team if they had a head coach. Let me just pull a random name out of my hat, like a John Gruden, right? If they had like a John Gruden coaching this team, I feel like they'd be good. What's he doing? I don't know. Yeah, but 
this is more oh i just saw that movie no go for it go for it no i just saw that movie the menu highly recommended i loved it but there's a line in the movie where one of the characters says you'll eat you'll eat less than you want but more than you deserve i feel like us talking about this raiders team they get they get more talk than they than they deserve i don't know i'm messing up uh I'm yep. trying to pay attention um, to soccer. So, so now what I was going to say was, did you hear the bold claims that uh, Baker said <laughs> that he said that uh, he booked a flight to Los Angeles before he was even claimed by the Rams? I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all because nobody else, apparently the rumor on the old NFL mill is that nobody else wanted Baker Mayfield or was going to put a claim for him. The Rams were literally the only one. Everybody, myself included, thought he was going to the 49ers, right? But they're sticking with Purdy, and we'll see how that turns out on Ooh. Sunday. But we will we'll talk about that later in fantasy corner. Ooh, interesting. But uh yeah, so my last question for this game, Casino, is where do you think I mean the Rams obviously I don't think they go anywhere from here. They're done. They've been done pretty much this whole season. Uh, but from the Baker Mayfield perspective, where do you think he goes from this? Their next game, crazy that they go from this primetime game to the next primetime game. They play the Packers on Monday Night Football. So that will be at least interesting. Long, but and, and And that's a long break. Yeah, they get what a week and a half to prepare. So, yeah, almost like you're getting a bye. Yeah, which good for. I mean, it's not like Baker's played much this season, but now it he gets out. to at least study the uh, playbook. And now, dude, if he beats and has a great game Monday night and beats Aaron Rodgers, like I will laugh my ass off. Yeah, the hot take machine the next day. I I can't wait for it. But this isn't a hot take podcast, and we're the only sports podcast. So, by fact of that point, there is no hot take sports podcast. But give me a hot take, Casino. Where does Baker Mayfield go from this this game, where he looked like pretty damn good? Um, I don't know. I I, I, tr- <laughs> no, here, I, I just truly don't know because Baker is one of those players where. He's good and bad at the same time. Like, yes. It, it, it's, it, you can justify him being a starting quarterback with many different points, but you can justify him being a backup with many different points. He is <laughs> very just interesting. He is an interesting person to watch and follow because you just don't know what's going to happen with him. You don't know what people are going to do with them. Um, so I, I honestly can't give you an answer for that. I don't know. So, I mean, let's just get crazy and outrageous here. He's, he's going to go in. He's going to be like, Ooh, Rogers, let me, let me take you after Roger. He's going to beat Rogers by 50. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, if he goes Monday night, throws five touchdowns, no interceptions, and has like a perfect passer rating and like 450 passing yards or whatever, the 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 world's gonna explode like sports media is gonna fucking 
it, their heads are all going to pop up their body. Get, get him the Heisman because those are college numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so since he's been in the league, he had a pretty damn good rookie year. He threw for 3,727 touchdowns, 14 INTs, <laughs> 64% completion percentage. His net, his sophomore sl- year was definitely a sophomore slump. He threw for more yards, but he only had 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. That is fucking that. Those are Jameis Winston numbers right there. Uh, twenty twenty by far the best year he had. I'm I don't know if that has to do with NFL teams not playing in front of crowds. Maybe that's a factor in how he plays. Maybe the crowd gets to him, but he doesn't seem like that type of dude. But he threw uh three. 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight INTs with a 63% completion percentage. Like, that's if he was doing it that this year for the Panthers, first off, the Panthers would be good. And second off, nobody would think he was a bad quarterback. But then, even his next year, 2021, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's not bad, but it's still like he hasn't really had a bad year until this year. And remember, the only reason the Browns got rid of him is so they could bring in Deshaun Watson, who, after That's seeing for guy. one game, like, uh, uh, he played way worse than I think people were expecting. But, again, he hasn't played in almost, what, three years? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, there's rumors swirling that Stafford retires at the end of the year. I don't think he retires. I think he comes back next year. Maybe Mayfield is just backup maybe he goes to a bad team i I don't know i think i think baker mayfield just for a media standpoint baker mayfield as a backup in la where he doesn't have to be taken serious he's going to be out clubbing (laughs) all day well also did you see see the rappers like were tweeting out to him like hey we're going to the club tonight we're going to hang out after that win (laughs) great it's great We've always been, I know I've always been a Baker Mayfield fan. I like that kind of like. I find him, I find him entertaining. I'm not a fan of him, but I, he's, he's entertaining. He's good. He's good media. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Cause I don't know if I'd want him quarterbacking my team, but I like to watch him quarterback teams. I really don't give a shit about like he's, he's entertaining to watch, but let's finally move off this game casino. Let's go to the game. I have seen so many, speaking of hot takes, hot takes about this being like a trap game. We we might have to, we'll have to move through these ones a little quicker. (laughs) Yeah, we have the 10 and two Minnesota Vikings at the five and seven Detroit Lions. I keep seeing everyone saying Vikings are on upset alert, picking the Lions. What is the line in this game? Do you have that? Minus two Detroit. So Detroit is. I don't. I I like this. I'm picking Detroit <laughs> in this game. Why? Why are you doing this? Why am I doing this? Yes, because again, we've we've talked about it. We don't. I don't think Detroit's a bad team. Plus, I mean, outside of their loss to the Bills, which they again almost won. So you just they've won four of their last five. You say that? Just say they they they. Oh wow. Netherlands goalkeeper just made an amazing save. Holy crap. <laughs> um, point blank range rocket, and the goalie just happened to have his leg there. 
Oh, no, that was not the goalie. It went off one of the defenders' faces. Ouch. Um, <laughs> anyway, so going back to this, the Bills, outside of that game where they lost by three, you put that game in there, they're on a five-game win streak. But they're four out of five with a three-loss, with their only loss being three points to the Bills. I like this Lions team. I think they're starting to figure it out. Like, you said it. You think, yeah. You think Goff is pretty good. Um, fine. That's fair. Um, I, 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 I like it. I, I like this pick. I think that it's on there for a reason. And I've been one of the advocates for the Vikings being, you know, I still give them a little bit more gusto than most, but in this one, I think the lions pull this off. Oh, I mean, it'll be a good game. This is one of the games I'll definitely be watching. Cause I think it'll be intriguing, but I, this just feels like one of those games where everybody's picking the upset. And it's like, for all the reasons you said, right? Lions are playing good. Minnesota isn't playing bad. They just have a record I don't think anybody thinks is warranted, right? They The only two losses are to probably the two best teams in the NFC, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Both those games, they just got op- absolutely stomped on. They almost lost to the Jets last week if... Mike White would have made one or two more throws in the red zone to win. They lost to, or they beat your Patriots team. And then, yeah, I don't know. This just, this does, I mean, it does feel like a trap game, but I just think they only won by four last game. This feels like a game that is like 35-32. I think the Vikings squeak it out. I'm picking the Vikings with no confidence in my voice uh i would love to see detroit win because obviously i'm an eagles fan and the vikings are like right there for the number one seed so every week i want the vikings and cowboys to lose but i think the vikings squeak it out especially because everybody's going to be putting money on the lions in this game and i never trust those games where it's just like a consensus pick like like last night Every single person was like, oh, it's going to be the Raiders, going to be the Raiders. And then the Rams win and no one knows how. So let's move on to the next game. I'm picking the Vikings. You got the Lions. Uh, The eight and four Baltimore Ravens at the five and seven Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Lamar Jackson is out for this game. He's still, is he now officially out? Last I saw he's questionable. I actually have it pulled up as questionable. As an hour ago, he has been downgraded to doubtful. Doubtful. So what? It's All like right. doubtful. Oh, questionable. Yep. I just it. it is now doubtful. Yes. Doubtful. So yeah, I don't think it, there's no way he plays. The Raven or the Steelers are feisty. What? It's going to be Huntley for the Ravens. This is my upset pick. I'm going Steelers Casino. Oh, I'm going Steelers too. And actually, it's not an upset. Steelers are favored by a two. Really? Well, this also uh, fuels that how the Raiders were playing. The Steelers have been playing pretty good. They had what they beat or they played the Bengals within seven, three weeks ago. Then they beat the Colts. Then they beat the Falcons. I think their uh, streak continues. And then opposite of the Raiders, they actually have a pretty favorable schedule. If they can beat the Ravens here, then they go Panthers I think they can beat the Raiders. They go Raiders. Then they play Ravens again and then Browns. I definitely think they can beat the Browns unless Deshaun Watson starts, you know, being Deshaun Watson. And I'm not talking massages casino. 
I'm talking before that. Before that. Uh, But yeah, I think we're both picking the upset on the Steelers there. Next up, another AFC North matchup. Just to kind of just, I mean, to add on that, Kenny Pickett keeps getting better every week. Yeah. And the Steelers defense has been, what, top five this whole year? Yeah. So I'm I'm all for this. So yeah, I just wanted to touch in on the Pickett thing. I've liked what I've seen. He gets better every week as as he goes on. And let's see. The... Oh, maybe I overestimated the Steelers' defense. Where are they? No, the Steelers, I think it was that game against the Bengals that really knocked them down. They're all the way down to 24th in yards allowed per game, but I always go by points allowed per game, and they are 20th. So I always feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers have a good defense, but apparently that has not been the case the past couple weeks. Doesn't change my mind. I'm still going Steelers. Next up, AFC North, five and seven Cleveland Browns at the eight and four Cincinnati Bengals. This is a no-brainer. This is I don't think we need to talk about this. This is Bengals we, we have, all day. We have we have a surging Bengals team that look they're fine. Joe Joey B is doing what he needs to do. He's finally figuring it out late in the season, which is making this team scarier and scarier. Um and yeah. No trust in Deshaun Watson. It's over. I mean, the just the Bengals, like their last, what, five, six games, they scored 35 against the Falcons, 32 against the, or no, they lost 32 to 13 against the Browns, which looks like a weird, weird score now. But they won 42 to 21 against the Panthers, won 37 to 30 against the Steelers, 20 to 16 against the Titans. And then obviously they beat the chiefs last week. So it, you say surging, I think they've surged. I think they are now in contention for best team in the AFC. I believe they are their defense, their post. Sorry, dude, this game is getting getting hard. There's it's almost under PKs. Now it's at the 120th minute. It's just stoppage time now. And Argentina is all up in Netherlands business, like hard up in their business. This goalie's made like five different saves in the last two minutes that should have gone in. And then Argentina just hit the post as well. Uh, another corner kick. Like this is stressful. And I, <laughs> oh, sorry, continue. Like, I just want, I said I was going to get some play by, oh, it's not a corner. It's a goal kick, but I just wanted to give you play by plays. This is going to PKs. That's okay. It it gave me time to look up. The Bengals' defense is literally 12th or 13th in every single category. So they're in the top half of the league. Their defense is scary. They allowed the worst QBR in the league against their defense. And then they obviously have a top five offense with Joey B. And do you think, because I do, do you think they there is a better wide receiver group in the NFL than the Bengals have? Because you got Boyd, Higgins, and uh, Chase. I don't think there's a a, a better no, trio I mean, on I mean, any Miami's team. Miami's pretty good. Miami's got a pretty good one. Yeah, but who's their so, third? Their yeah, third I wide mean, receiver. That you say yeah, that's fair. All right. For like a full wide receiver group, yeah, I I I think the Bengals no, but- are. Up there. I think I think they're definitely one A one B right because Hill's the best wide receiver. Then Waddle is a top what 
15 wide receiver in the league, but I don't know the Bengals, I, but I agree. I didn't even think about Miami. So I would go Miami first and then Bengals, but yeah. And I really want to see those two teams play in the playoffs. I think that would be a good matchup. To just have like, it would be, it would be gunslinging all day. It would just be fun. That, that could that, get college score there. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as the Browns, the only way the Browns win this game is control the clock with the run game, and then Deshaun Watson just doesn't lose them the game or literally just looks average. Because last week, he didn't even look average. He just looked bad. Like, he looked like he needed a massage after that game to massage away all the problems that he had in that game. That was a stretch. I tried, Casino. I tried. Yeah, I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> At all. Uh, now we move on to, oh, we're both picking the Bengals in that one. Even though this does feel like it could be a letdown game because they spent all their emotions preparing for the Chiefs game, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next up, the 7-5 and five New York Jets at the 9-3 and three Buffalo Bills. Maybe game of the week right here. I don't agree with this. What Buffalo is the line for this 10. one? For who? Buffalo. No it's in Buffalo. It's, it's supposed to be snowy in Buffalo. 37 degrees, but there's no way. I mean, there's, there's, there's no, no way, way the that... Bills are 10 points better than this Jets team. Absolutely. Oh hell no! No way! I, I think a lot has. I think. I think a lot has to do with. Uh, it's because White's in quarterback, but hey, that's an upgrade. Yeah. Well, these two teams they played earlier in this season, did they not? Or is this their first meeting? Uh, no, no. I think that the Jets beat the Bills last time, man. Yeah, they beat them twenty to seventeen like a month ago. So why the fuck is this so? And that was with. Zach Wilson, who had an average game. He threw for 154 and one touchdown. Like he and Josh Allen had two INTs. So again, everybody makes it. And we've, we're guilty of this where we just play teams. And then we say it's quarterback against quarterback. It's, it's not, it's quarterback against defense. It just is entertaining to be like, oh, it's Burrow versus Mahomes. This game will be, uh josh allen versus the jets defense that already basically shut him down to only scoring 17 points last game the jets defense has stayed pretty much even this entire year as being in the top five this is the game for buffalo to step back into contention yeah because they've had a very they had a very very quiet november after having a great oh, yeah. September, October, their November felt real quiet. They played, the Lions played them real good, real close, had multiple times in that game on Thanksgiving to win. The Browns almost beat them, were within a touchdown. Uh, that Patriots game, uh, they played, they dominated, but that's really been only their good game they're the they lost to the vikings in ot in a game where they shot themselves in the foot 97 times in a row then they lost to the jets they barely beat the chiefs and then they destroyed first the penalty shot for, first penalty shot for the netherlands they went first blocked argentina goalie saves it Just how right does that away. relate to yeah. the bills casino i i'm i'm giving you <laughs> I'm giving, I told the fans that I would give them the play-by-play on this. 
That's uh, true. And, and Casino's and, watching it on Peacock, so he's giving the English play-by-play. Yes. Because if you wanted it, it would only be in Spanish, which yeah. I don't speak. So which... Messi's Messi's stepping up first for Argentina. He's going to take the first one, uh, which typically isn't uh, normally how it goes. They don't normally put out your best player to start first. Um, so he's lining up. After this one, we'll just continue about the Bills. And your game is behind. I, my game is uh, ahead of yours. Okay, well, Messi scores. Who wins? No, it's been like Messi has scored like two minutes ago. All right, we'll stop watching. <laughs> this uh, is for the fans, man. For the fans, which when we release this podcast, they'll be like, yeah, we know. We watched this game two hours ago. You know what? That's a good point. All right, let's talk about the Bills. <laughs> uh, I forgot this isn't live live. <laughs> no, it is not. We will. One day we should do a live episode. That'll be chaotic. Chaotic. Um, But 7-5 and five New York Jets, 9-3 and three Buffalo Bills. Who you got, Casino? I'm going Jets. Ooh, you think they sweep them in the season? I do. I don't want it, but I like what I saw from White. Um, and until I see, I mean, I still think the Buffalo Bills are going to go deep. I still think they may, they'll, they'll figure it out and they'll get into the Super Bowl. But I think the Jets understand this Bills team. It's in division. They know what's going on. And until I see, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his quarterback, on the quarterback. Um, Who? Allen? Dang, Josh Allen. It just <laughs> totally went out of my head. Um un- until I see Josh Allen step up, which this is the game he has to. You know what? No, I'm going to switch it right now. I'm going to go Buffalo because this is Buffalo's season. If they want to be looked at as a threat, they have to win this game. Yes. They have to win this game. So I'm going to go Bills just because I think it's do or die time for Josh Allen. Would I be shocked, though, if the Jets win? No, not at all. So the Bills have to win this game. So I'm going to go with that. They have to do it. They have to. I'm going I'm going Jets. I think they get him again. I think uh I agree with you that the Bills need to step up and they feel like it's crazy we're talking about this team like they're dead in the water. They're 9 and 3, but again, they just have felt at the beginning of the season they felt invincible, right? They had that Monday night game against the Titans where they absolutely destroyed them and everybody was like the Bills are the best team in football, not even close. And then as the seasons progress, they had the big win against the Chiefs. They had the uh, OT game that was weird against the Vikings, and then they lost to the Jets. So there were two of their losses right there. And then the Lions, I mean, they're good, but again, just they're the Lions, and they're taking you uh, blow for blow on Thanksgiving. I don't know. This does feel like the next two weeks – and the, well, actually, the next four weeks are where we really figure out if this Bills team is what they were at the beginning of the season or what they've been the past couple weeks. Because they play Jets, Dolphins, then they get the Bears, then they play Bengals. So Bengals, Bills really looks like it's going to be, you know, one of the big games this year. And then they end with the Patriots. So yeah, if they, I think they lose to the Jets here, and then it's panic mode in buffalo but let's move on to the next game we have texans cowboys 
the line on this game isn't it something fucking insane like 14 and a half or something like that 17 17 and a half right or just 17 on the dot it's 17 so i was listening to a sports radio um and they were talking about and i love this take um and we all know it and you should know it outside of dallas fans you should know this or the media dallas destroys easy teams they destroy yes. easy teams so it makes them look good that game was close against the colts which it shouldn't have been for three quarters yeah and then they destroy it at the end this game was close like there's just so i do think they're going to destroy it, and i think they could make it 17 or more against houston I, I, I do, but again, they're playing Houston. They're playing Houston. How many teams could blow out Houston this year? Almost I mean, well, them. pretty much everybody has. Well, no, actually, not really. The Texans are, have played I said most pretty much everybody, everybody I close. Say, I just don't – I mean, does, is Dallas going to win this game? Yes. Is yes. it – is there a potential that they're going to win by 17 or more? Yes. But just like with the Colts, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult than what they think. But I do – I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult than they think it's going to be. Will Dallas still win by 10 points or so? Yeah, 10, maybe two touchdowns. Yeah. But, Yep. This honestly feels like it's going to be the same way the Colts game was, right? Where it's just going to be one of those games where they're a lot closer than we think they are, and then all of a sudden, Houston takes their foot off the pedal, Dallas slams their foot on the gas, and then all of a sudden, they win the game by 14, they win the game by 10, and then it's just like, everybody's going to be like, Dallas is the best team in the league, even though they're going to ignore the two and a half, three and a half quarters where this game was close. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're both picking Cowboys. I, obviously, I would love the Texans to win. I just don't see how they do, even though David Mills is coming back in this game. Maybe Mills Magic Casino. Maybe. We've never seen it before, but what a time to have it emerge. Next what a time up. To be alive. Yeah. Next up, uh, an, another NFC teams are playing it is the philadelphia eagles my team 11 and 1 at the 7 4 and 1 giants who just got off that tie against the commanders last week now breaking news as of four hours ago from when we're recording this podcast saquon barkley is doubtful for this game Ooh. so i mean the giant i don't think the giants were gonna win but if the giants don't have saquon barkley I have no idea what a giantless or a Saquon Barkley less Giants look like. Like, dear, dear Lord. I think this, uh, ooh, but also on here, this it's saying weather might affect this game. So I don't know what that means. Who do you got? Excuse me. Who do you got in this game, Casino? I mean, I think you're right when it's what are, what are the Giants going to be able to do without without Saquon? Um, that limits that limits them like crazy. Um, I still think Philly's the best team in the league. Um, it, it's crazy that the Giants are only plus seven, um, especially I, I with it, Saquon out. Like I yeah, feel like that line's going to shift dramatically. It should. It should. Um, uh, Eagles all the way. There's 
I'm still picking them. I've picked them every single week or every single week. So I'm going to stick with that trend and I'm going Eagles. Uh, Also, as of two hours ago, Saquon has been moved up to questionable, but it's weird within the span of two hours. He goes from doubtful to questionable. If he goes in, he's not going to be a hundred percent. That's, that's what we do know. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. It looks like the giants are a little banged up. They're missing two offensive linemen and a quarterback. Doubtful is a D lineman. And then questionable is Saquon Barkley. Last week, the Eagles only have uh, a linebacker out, which uh, Dean, the linebacker, the undersized linebacker from Georgia, who doesn't play like an undersized linebacker, came in just in the second half of last week's game and then led the team in tackles. He looked like a fucking beast. He also wears my favorite number, 17. So I think that is going to be the next Eagles jersey I get, especially if he keeps lighting it up like he did last week. So I think... By the way, Argentina won. Argentina I mean, you won. took all the wind. You you took all the wind out of my sails. <laughs> calling it a live. I think so. I'm sorry. I took the magic away of you thinking we were recording this live and people were listening to it. <laughs> I uh, but th- when you were doing those updates in my head, didn't even cross my mind. And then it got to a certain point where I was like, "Wait a second, why are you giving live updates? Nobody is watching this at well, the why moment. Why do we? Why do we talk about previous games as well? Because then people will be, just be like, "Oh yeah." I know that the Cowboys beat the shit out of the Colts. Like, why are you talking about it? I don't care. Yeah, but it's for our takes. It's for mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. analysis. Yeah. It's yeah, sure. This sure, is sure. Casino. We're the only sports podcast, right? So we have to talk about sports. I'm just saying we don't have to talk about sports live unless we do a live episode, which that's a gimmick we should do. If we do I a live that- episode, we need to do it from somewhere. And like doing on on location somewhere. I think that would be fun. You know what? Our first live episode should be the first podcast we record uh in the same room. I could I could deal with that. Yeah. We've been talking about bringing guests on this show. We should also you know what? try I to do I know I know how we could set this up. Um so we I should get with my brother, he should get us a cabana uh cabana because he works in runs one of the pools here in Vegas and we just have friends come on out. We host it in there and they will take turns being on the, on the podcast. We'll have like a rotating, rotating podcast uh, with our friends. And we just ask them sports questions. Like it's, it's just a special, but we just <laughs> ask them sports questions and see if they get them right. And their takes on things. And booze will be involved and so we'll just get some good good takes and i think that's what we should do i think that would be solid this is the best idea i've ever heard that is 100 happening now and yeah i love it i love so it fun. uh great job casino great job <laughs> this makes up myself. for yes for calling sports live you totally <laughs> redeem yourself um but uh you're picking the Eagles. I'm going reverse jinx. I'm picking the Giants, Casino. I'm That's picking funny, the Giants. Always. I'm the one the one week. It's not even the week they lost where I didn't pick the Eagles. It just feels right picking against them because it's reverse jinx. And this is a division game. 
It's a big game because the Cowboys are obviously going to blow out the Texans. So they need to stay uh, one step ahead of them. But let's move on to, God, there are some just uh, whack-ass games this week. Whack-ass games. Uh, The four and eight Jacksonville Jaguars at the seven and five Tennessee Titans. Who you got for this one, Casino? Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee Titans still. Um, they're they're still a strong team. I know they're on a two-game losing streak, but they played the Bengals and the Eagles. So they need a redemption game. The Jaguars are the perfect team to do it against. Um, they need this one. So that's which, that's the way I'm leaning. Um, so, yeah, there, there we go. Now the and of course with my dog barking a second ago. Now my kid's up. Wonderful All right. job, dog. <laughs> uh dog. last last little bit, and then we'll take a break so Casino can take care of his child. Uh the Titans are getting hit with a little bit of the injury bug. They're losing, they're down a linebacker, uh a defensive lineman, Traylon Burks, their best and pretty much only wide receiver, uh, is out with uh concussion still from last week with that brutal hit in the end zone they're down their best cornerback fulton another cornerback trey avery and then another wide receiver all these guys list right now and it is like double everybody else's list yeah holy crap so they that gives me but then again you look at the jaguars and lawrence is questionable all you need is henry and and you're good yeah, but they had Henry last week and he didn't do anything. But I don't oh, think yeah, the Jaguars. Team. Yeah, I don't think the Jaguars have the stuff to stop uh, Derrick Henry. But I don't know. All the injuries on the Titans defense is making me, especially with their corners down against Lawrence, who we have seen can you know show something in Sparks. I think I'm going to go with the Jaguars Casino. I'm going with the Jaguars. Wow, you, you're just trying to catch up against me. That's fine. Do it. Fair yeah. enough. Go I'm it. going all uh I'm going all uh underdogs this week. I after my monumental win last week, I need to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going chalk. I'm going uh underdogs. But do you want to take sure. care of your daughter or do you want to go yeah. to the next game? Oh, I need to take care of her. She's uh, all right. She's not just like murmuring. She's yelling. So through the, because this isn't live, through the magic of the podcast, we will pause and be back. For us, could be 10 minutes. For you, it won't even be 10 seconds. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Casino, the miracle. It it took less than 10 seconds for you to take care of your daughter. Good job. Thanks. I just hit pause and then play again and that's how long it took but let's finish up these nfl picks and then we'll do a couple more sports things and get out of here uh next up the nine and three kansas city chiefs at the three and nine denver broncos i mean the funny thing is so i uh always look it up on nfl.com the schedule the first and they always show the game they have a game preview that's a video and then they have a bunch of news articles that are like the most recent news articles as of 29 minutes ago this is the headline of this article 
Russell Wilson drops tone deaf remark on Chiefs 13 game win streak. When does Russell Wilson not drop something that's tone deaf? He's the least self-aware person <laughs> on the planet. You could just say Russell Wilson again says something dumb. Like that that could be every headline talking about Russell Wilson. Uh, Pretty much. This is this game's going to be Kansas City Chiefs by three touchdowns. I really think it's, they it's, finally It's blow only plus up. 9 or minus 9 for the Chiefs, but it's going to be more. It's going to be more. The Broncos have a great defense. They've had a great defense all year. They're, they're in the against, top three. Too bad they Patrick can't score. Mahomes. Well, too bad they can't score two touchdowns because that or what? The stat is like if they'd scored 17 points every game, they'd their record would be reversed or whatever. They can't score touchdowns. Russell Wilson is a shell of himself. And even that might be insulting to shells because he is. <laughs> oh, man. This those poor, uh, those poor hermit crabs. You're just you're, you can get them commenting. Just want <laughs> us off the air. I I am just I hate 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 this Broncos uh, team even more than I should because I picked them to be in the Super Bowl and each week they embarrass me further for that pick three and nine and I honestly don't know how they won three games. Hey, I picked the Rams. Oh God, we are. We're going to do, at the end of the season, we're just both, before we record that podcast, listen to our first podcast where we previewed the season, and we're going to give our five best uh, things that blew up on our face. Also, speaking of, I forgot to do this in the Eagles-Giants game, so when we say something dumb or make mistakes on a podcast, we admit that we're dumb and made a mistake. I literally just did it with the Steelers, where I said the Steelers had a good defense, and then I looked it up, and they didn't. So I was like, oh, turns out they didn't. I'm dumb, and then we move on. I don't know if you ever watch uh, Nick Wright on uh, whatever fucking show he's called. it's called now. With him, Chris Broussard, I forget the other guy's name. I mean, no, it, the 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 NBA one, right? No, no, not the NBA. Now they have a new show. It's like first first things or something. First things first, I think it's called. Now he goes on after Cowherd on FS1. Before he used to go on before with their show. I think it was also called first. I don't know. I don't watch the shows on cable. I just see the clips, right? And I always watch Cowherd's clips. So then it links me to other FS1 shows. I don't know. I don't know their lineup. But he said... (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting riled up. So uh, Nick Wright, who I like and I think is entertaining, but he's uh, like a known Eagles hater this season. He keeps saying this stat over and over oh, and over yeah, we, again. Thank you. We almost did forget about this. Continue. Go. He keeps saying this stat over and over and over again, talking about the Eagles, where he keeps going, they solved their run problem, but you can beat them over the top. You All you have to do with the Eagles is beat them over the top. I've seen like four different clips from four different days where he keeps hammering home this point. Nobody ever calls him on it. I literally looked it up. Hey, Casino, I might be bearing the lead here. Guess who has the number one pass defense in the league? Eagles? The Philadelphia Eagles have the number one pass defense in the league by 
It's them in Dallas. They're ahead by Dallas by two yards less allowed. And then the next closest one is Denver, who allows almost 10 points more than that, or almost 10 yards a game more than them, just passing. So the Eagles and Cowboys, one and two in the league in terms of pass defense. The Eagles by far have the best trio of cornerbacks in the league, and they're getting Maddox back, I believe, this week or next week. Like, I just hate shit on shows where somebody just says something, and then they always use that as the argument against the team, but they never look up if it's true. It's, ugh. I just needed, we needed one rant for this episode, and that was my rant. But, and that made me think of this because of how good this Denver defense is. And then I saw Denver is third in that stat, and I had that stat pulled up, but I didn't use it for the Eagles one. So, yeah. But I do think, uh, going back to the game we were talking about, I do think the Chiefs, uh, I don't think defense matters to this Chiefs team, right? When you have Mahomes, I don't think Denver can do really anything to stop Mahomes in this offense. Keep going with that. I think the Bengals, obviously they have uh, Joe Burrow and that defense that has just like been the only team in the league to figure out uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's never beaten them. I don't, Denver, I believe they do have, that streak they're talking about where I just read that headline. That means the, I'm assuming that means the chiefs have beat the Broncos 13 times in a row, because why wouldn't they? Uh, the Broncos haven't had a good team since that team. They took to the super bowl with that amazing defense. Now they have an amazing defense, but uh, obviously the Russell Wilson or Russell Westbrook. No, I said it for, right. The first time I always fucked that up. The Russell Wilson, of this game is going to be a Russell Wilson of this season. I'm just vamping casino. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. But yeah, this is chiefs all day. Are you, uh, I can't even go underdog. There's no, no chiefs. Chiefs are going to win this. I'll be shocked. I can't even make a case. I can't, I don't even know how the Broncos would win this game because even if they play great defense, they can't score three touchdowns, which you need to beat this Chiefs team unless it's... You're going to have to run the show for a second. I'm getting some weird sounds. I want to make sure that it's nothing going on with my uh, like heating unit. Sorry. Yeah. All right. It's okay. I'll go on to the next game, uh, and then Casino will be back. The next game... Oh, actually, let's... Because there's nothing really much to talk about that one, so we'll just have that one... I'll skip that one. The podcast is in chaos at the moment. Next up is the Buccaneers and the 49ers, the 6-6 six and six Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at the now 8-4 and four Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers. So, again, the real question of this game... I figured it out. It's my neighbor. He's starting up his old vintage car in his garage. And it sounds like it's going to explode. <laughs> well, if we see an explosion, I mean, that'll be great for the podcast, but uh, I don't want it to explode for you on you, Casino. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers at San Francisco 49ers, Purdy versus Brady. The Buck, well, really, it's going to be that Buccaneers defense against Purdy. Who you got in this one, Casino? Uh, I'm going to go San Fran here um, for two reasons. One, 
it's still Tampa. It's not Brady. It's Tampa. I just don't. I need to see more for them. And San Francisco, they are a better team. Yes, they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo, but there brings my second point is I like what Purdy did last week. I think he's going to do it. I got him on the waiver. But so here's the thing. I didn't get him on the waiver, right? So I put in for him. I didn't get him. I was like, shit, somebody else got him. <laughs> so what did I do? Found which team put up a proposed a trade. This Jesus. was an idiot. Marcus <laughs> Mariota for Purdy. Oh, and Mariota is even starting. Benched. Now, I win fantasy. These people are dumb. <laughs> I've got Purdy. He's starting for me. And I love it. Double quarterback league. It's crazy. Go Purdy. That's the second reason I'm going to choose Sam Fran. You know what? I was like, oh, man, that's a that's weird. And then you said you traded him for a quarterback that's benched. And now I love it. You do win fantasy. Congratulations, Casino. Great move. I'm, I'm so happy. That was a fun. And that's that. That's all you need to know about Casino's fantasy corner. <laughs> so no, that's know. great. That's great. As far as this game goes, this really is, everybody's talking about Tom Brady. Everybody's talking about Purdy. This is going to be two legitimate, legitimate top five defenses all year playing against quarterbacks that we've seen Tom Brady struggle. We've seen his receivers struggle more. He has no run game for 90% of the season at this point. So it's really going to be, can Purdy do enough to score to outscore a Tampa Bay offense that has had trouble scoring all year. And I do think they, I think he will. I think we'll see a lot of Debo Samuel in this game. I think we'll see a lot of Christian McCaffrey. I think we'll see a lot of a like lot, lot sweeps of and screens and How, they're going to do everything reverses. They can to help out the quarterback. Yeah. I think I, uh, again, I think this is one of those games where it's more likely I can see the, the Buccaneers winning, but it's kind of like the Chiefs Broncos game where I can't see a scenario where they beat this red hot San Francisco team. The well, I mean, they they did it last week with the, with the slice and dice with Purdy. I mean, twenty five for thirty seven last week. He only two hundred ten yards, averaging five point seven. So that tells you every single time he's throwing, he's just dumping it. Yeah, he's dumping it right onto the outside, down you know, right off a quick slant. It was, you know, death by a thousand cuts. So I think they're going to do the same thing against the Bucks, um, which you kind of have to. It's a better defense. So that's that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And uh, 49ers on the come up. Buccaneers, I don't even know what they are. Six and six. They could. They're six and six. They could lose the rest of the games and nobody would be surprised. They could win the rest of the games and nobody would be surprised. So they're a weird team. Next up, speaking of two weird teams, the four and eight Carolina Panthers at the seven and five Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I, it's got to be Seahawks, right? But then again, this Panthers team is fucking weird. They're weird, man. I'm Seahawks are only favored by three and a half, but I think that's a little low. Uh, I would go like six, roughly for me. I think Seattle's going to pull this off. Um, I just neither team are my favorite teams to really talk about. I do like Gino, but uh, I like what he's doing this year. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not going to like. He's not going to be a quarterback that I would be like. Let's re up and with a whole bunch of money, you know. He's, yeah, he's having a good year. 
Um, and so just for that sake, I'm going to go with Geno Smith on this. Can't trust Carolina. They're too hot and cold. And even when they're hot, they're like lukewarm. So, well, especially lately, I mean, losing yeah. to losing to that, to this Raiders team, we just saw last night, like, and not only that, but giving up 40 points to them. Again, we've talked about their defense being the worst. At least the Lions feel like they've kind of figured out their defense a little. The Seahawks still, they're giving up 23 points to the Rams team that has no offense whatsoever. That was pre-Baker Mayfield. They're giving up 21 points to a Buccaneers team we just talked about. Can't score more than two touchdowns a game. They're giving up 40 points to the Raiders who again, are a dumpster fire. So this Panthers game, I'm expecting it to be close. There's no reason it should be, but again, they can't stop anybody. But this is one of the remaining five games the Seahawks have that they need to win because next three weeks after this, they play 49ers at uh, Kansas City and then the Jets. So that is a murderer's row of three games in a row. And then they end at the Rams, which maybe the Rams are at least better than they have been at that point with the Baker Mayfield led offense. But yeah, we're both picking the Seahawks. There's so no reason they should give you my picks. Sorry to cut you off. Um, a lot. Beyonce had the best record. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, <laughs> I got to go. Brittany just pulled up. So it's going to get loud and crazy in here. Um, Next Dolphins pick, Chargers. I'm gonna go Miami. I uh, that two uh combination we already talked about with that elite uh receiving core. Uh Patriots Cardinals. I am gonna go the Patriots. Um they're not the greatest team, they're six and six, but I think they beat the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, much love, fans. You guys are great. Um had a couple comments. I appreciate those. Uh so uh thank you for commenting. Um which by the way i did look up your stuff it's awesome so let's keep going more comments argue with bj i'm here for it i love it yeah Bye, fans all right casino we'll see you next episode i'm gonna wrap up the episode right here after just yeah so last two games the sunday night and the monday night sunday night is eight and four miami dolphins at the six and six los angeles chargers I agree with Casino, especially the Chargers. They've been hit with the injury bug, but this is the Chargers. Nobody wants to see, but we always do see, which is an underperforming Chargers team for whatever reasons. This year, you can put it on the injury bug. You can put it on, you know, defense not playing as good as they should. The offense kind of sputtering at points. Again, losing to the Raiders last week 27 to 20 and then winning against a cardinals team that's pretty much packed it up only by one losing to the chiefs they had a really rough november only beating the falcons by three getting crushed by the seahawks and then losing to the 49ers so hopefully december pans out better for the chargers but again they've already lost to the raiders in the month of december now they're going to a dolphins team that kind of got beat up last week against the 49ers this game obviously got flex from i believe it was supposed to be a morning game to now it's sunday night it's going to be in prime time the chargers are they should be fun to watch they're never as fun to watch as you feel like they should be but i'm agreeing with casino i'm picking the dolphins 
I think they are on the need for a rebound, and we will get that Sunday night. Monday night, a game, not much to talk about. Again, the Cardinals feel like they kind of packed it in. I don't feel like Cliff Kingsbury sticks around after this season. Either he gets fired or, you know, they mutually part ways. But Patriots, they're not a bad team. They're not a good team. They feel like a six and 16. They feel like they have been as good as they have been as bad in, you know, half the games this season. So this all makes sense. Uh, I am picking again the Patriots because uh, I don't think there's any way the Cardinals have just enough stuff to win, especially Kyler Murray going against a Bill Belichick defense where he's had, you know, a, a, an extra day, but still extra time to prepare for him. And I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is going to outcoach Bill Belichick, but any given Sunday, any of these games, I'm sure we'll be coming here on Monday's podcast and being like, how the fuck did any of this happen? But before I get out of here, that's all our, our, our hot takes for week 14 of the NFL season. Uh, NHL is usually casinos bag, but me and him are going Sunday night to the Bruins, uh, Golden Knights game Bruins that have already been beaten by the Knights as far as the standings of the NHL nothing's really changed since we talked about it last uh episode Golden uh Knights Kraken top two in the Pacific Division in the West uh Jets stars at the top of the Central Division in the Eastern Conference we have the Bruins clear best team in the NHL 21 and three one of those losses was to me and casinos Las Vegas Golden Knights so good job Knights do it again Sunday then in the Metropolitan Division casinos talked about this the Devils 21 and four running away with that division next closest one is at 14 wins with the Penguins or no I'm sorry 16 wins with the Islanders and then you have Penguins Hurricanes at 14 below them so yeah This looks like much like we'll transition to the uh, NBA where the Eastern Conference is just insanely, insanely better than the Western Conference because the same can be said for the NHL and for the NBA because, I mean, two nights ago, we're recording this Friday morning, Wednesday night, we got the big matchup of the number one team in the East against the number one team in the West and the Celtics, I mean, just blew the doors off this Suns team that is number one in the West. Well, now at the moment, they were then, now they're uh, one or they're half game back of the Pelicans who are really emerging as the must-watch team in the West this year with Zion just doing Zion things, what we all thought he would do before obviously injuries derailed that, but Pelicans, Grizzlies have been fun watches. Suns, I don't know. The Suns, something feels off, and we saw all the worst version of the Suns playing that Celtics game. I will take credit for this. Again, I talked about it early in this podcast. I get a lot wrong, and I get some right. So I'm not even trying to be like one of those sports analysts because I'm not, or like one of those sports talking heads that is just like, oh, everything I say is right. And, you know, hot take, hot take. I don't like that kind of sports journalism or sports talking heads, blah, blah, blah. Me and Casino are just two guys who like talking sports. So that's why we started this podcast. But I did say when I was watching this game, 
because uh, I watched it live, whole thing. When it got, I believe it was uh, like middle of the first quarter, when it was 20 to 16, there was something in my brain that was just like, all right, now here they go. Here the Celtics go, and this game is going to even be close. And after that part, it wasn't. We've just seen many games this year where the Celtics just capitalize and they just keep scoring points. And then all of a sudden they just get on blowout runs where it's just like this game was close five minutes ago. Like what the hell happened? And that game was never close after what halfway into the first quarter. Just just great. I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, great game. If you're a Suns or fan of literally any other team, it made you worried because the Celtics and the Bucks have clearly separated themselves from the rest of the league. The West is fun because it's closer, but the East, I mean, you look at the Celtics Bucks next closest to them record wise are the Cavaliers and the Nets. They don't even feel close to being on the same level as the Celtics. And then the Bucks feel like they're, under the Celtics, but not by much. And then there's a wide mark between the Bucks and the Cavaliers. Uh, Sixers, my team, have lost three in a row. So they feel like what they felt like at the beginning of the season, which is an inconsistent team that just gets inconsistent play from Harden, their bench, their role players. And you have Joel, Joel Embiid trying to hold that team together. But not 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 being good uh let's see the nets are kind of starting to emerge but again the nets they just have no depth right so it's always Kyrie or Durant has to have a Kyrie or Durant game or they're not going to be in it and I don't know if they can sustain that over a seven game period kind of same with the Cavaliers they don't feel like they have enough I don't want to say star power but I guess star star matching abilities right I don't they definitely don't have enough depth as the Celtics who are definitely I don't think it's even within question the deepest team in the league and then they have I don't think they well nobody has anybody that can match up against Giannis right so I think out of the east it's gonna be Celtics Bucks Eastern Conference Finals I feel like you can bet money on that now and would be I would be shocked if it doesn't end up being them we could see the Hawks I don't know Trey Young just feels off this season they also on that Wednesday night had the double header where the Knicks and the Hawks and I believe it was Knicks and Hawks and that game never felt close let me pull it up right here it was yes it was Knicks and Hawks Knicks won 113 to 89 the Hawks just feel off they felt off all season but because the East is so top heavy they're kind of in that mix where everybody feels simultaneously in it and out of it i don't know like unless you're the hornets piston magic who are at the bottom everybody else kind of feels from the 12th best team to the fourth best team they're all within three four games of each other and they feel like any given night they can play their best ball their worst ball or medium ball and just yeah win some lose some i don't know the nba feels very very close in terms of every team below Celtics Bucks, like even Pelican Suns, Grizzlies, Nuggets, they're all within a game and a half of each other. And then if you're not, only the Spurs and Rockets are out of it in the West. Everybody else has at least 
10 wins. So again, if you're the Lakers, you're having a rough season, but you're still in it. You're still in the mix. And we've had a crazy November was a crazy month for Anthony Davis. He went off. He feels like, but you know, with Anthony Davis, you're always just waiting for him to get injured, him to get hurt. And you don't want him to get injured or hurt. It's just in the history of his career that what he is, I've talked way longer about the NBA than I thought I would shot. Uh, I did want to just do season leader updates when we talk about uh, the NBA on this show. So I'll just say at the moment, top five are four who you thought it would one who's just having a career year looks great. They're a fun team to watch surprisingly. So number one is Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I can't, Again, terrible with names. Uh, thir- almost 33 points a game. Absolutely insane. Giannis right there behind him at 32. And then Shy Gildress Alexander for OKC. Shockingly 31 points a game. I mean, that's to be right there with Giannis and Luca is just credit to him because that is just amazing. And then four and five rounds out with Tatum. Uh, 30 points a game, Steph Curry, right at 30 points a game. So Jason Tatum, 30.5, but I don't like doing the, because you can't score 0.5 points, right? But yeah, and then right there below them, Durant, Mitchell, uh, Morant, and Booker. NBA has always been a star-driven league. And then uh, Anthony Davis rounding out the top 10, coming in with 27.3 points. But yeah. Uh, NBA has always been one of the sports where it's like it matters if you have the stars on your team, right? There can't, there's not, hasn't been a team in NBA. I don't want to say history, obviously, because you think of the 04 Pistons and stuff like that, but especially modern NBA, you can't think of a team that's won the finals that doesn't have a top five score in the league in the past, what, decade, two decades? Well, obviously, you put pistons aside but i'm saying everybody other than that so right now dallas is mediocre uh Giannis is obviously the second best team in the nba right behind the celtics and then shea gildress alexander just that's the outlier. like just real crazy what he's doing for okc but i have talked enough solo especially i will get out of here this is going to be a podcast i'm will as always that's casino whichever side he's usually on i'm assuming this one oh can't see for the audio viewers but we'll be back monday after big weekend of sports well not really not as big as like last week there's just the little college bowl starting uh me and casino obviously give a report from the night's hockey game and then yeah nfl we'll talk about it on monday and yeah like casino said like and subscribe on youtube follow us or subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcast feeds and it's been the only sports podcast